Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And I am George Hendricks. I'm back. Hey. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for coming back, George. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. Well, we are on to minute 35. Jessa, All take it away. Right. Uh, not sing that song again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being very sing-songy. I'm not actually singing a song. That I was see. just last time. I see. So minute 35 begins with Keanu um, answering the uh, threat of we're just going to fuck you up with nodding and, oh, then he thrusts. Plays it very cool. Yeah. As cool as he can. He's, he plays it very Keanu. They, yes. Oh, exactly. Because those words are synonymous. Yeah. What does Keanu mean again? It means something. I don't know. Like, I think it's an additive in shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is why they were f- focusing on their hair so hard in the last thing. Because it's like, we washed their hair in Keanu Pooey. <laughs> love it oh you're actually looking it up it actually means the cool breeze so not far off yeah. that could be a shampoo oh and it is synonymous with cool yeah, i oh, think right. that's trademarked by garnier oh yeah. yes yeah. yes so um after he yeah finishes his cool nod he thrusts the surfboards at the dudes and then there is a big fight his surfboard breaks and then it becomes the classic waiting one at a time to fight him. So they eventually, though, all gang up on him while War Child, a.k.a. Zigzag, is choking him from behind with a towel around his neck. It's a, it's not it's a like towel. A, oh. I think it's like the, the hold cord on your uh, surfboard. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, because he broke, he broke it off, which, by the way, not a very well-constructed surfboard. If uh, War Child just snaps it in half. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... Lori Petty in earlier minutes has said, you know, it's a crappy surfboard. So did Bodie. And they say, they call it pigboard, pegboard, pinkboard, yeah. something. Yeah, I thought like it was, but I thought they were talking about because it, it looks like a stick of juicy fruit. Like, <laughs> it's like it's so bright. It looks like Pepto Bisbal and then like a limit. It makes me think of candy. Yeah. Well, so we, I thought they were just like talking smack about the uh, about the style of it. I mean, most surfboards have to like be the same construction they have still have to hold a human body up during the waves so being a snap it in half like that seems a little uh maybe a little not the best as far as construction yeah. goes yeah but he probably bought it from a cheap tourist shop and so yeah one would think that it's probably just you know the equivalent of like a made in china surfboard versus like down here in oregon if you go by the coast there's like handmade surf surfboard shops where i think they use like wood and fiberglass and stuff actually yeah. i have no clue what surfboards are made out of but yeah i don't really know but yeah they think there are probably you know different levels you can get like the the newbie surfboard that's a little cheaper mm-hmm. you know they don't expect anyone to really do anything with it but but pose with it yeah <laughs> pose with yeah. the the pink flames on the surfboard yeah. as you see yeah so then um Busey uh comes over the walkie-talkie that is nestled into a towel that's probably just like right near the fight um and he's saying johnny are you there you better uh not be trying to pick up any babes <laughs> i love that line it's yeah like, pappas in this movie is just like so into the square man he's, yeah. he's a square but he's also like he really wants to be he loves this scenario that he's in like having to like go to the beach all the time and I think he's just really getting into the the fiction that they're a part of. Yes. He's yeah. trying to get the lingo down. Babes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because that's such a, such a lingo word. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's it's only used by surfers. Yeah. 
So he hears nothing back. So Gary jumps out of the car and carefully starts hurrying across the like highway kind of road yeah. um, over to Johnny. Um, and then my favorite uh, fake emo undercut, whose actor's name I cannot remember. Dave Olson. Dave Olson, we thank think. you. Is really awkwardly and half-heartedly, yell- half-heartedly yelling, hit him. Yeah. Harder. Which I'm wondering if that was supposed to be just like, you know, oh, you guys, maybe one of you guys at one at a time say this line or something. But he just decided to say all of them. Um, and because he's making, yeah. yeah, it did seem that did seem like a very kind of awkward ad lib moment. Yeah, hit him. Yeah. Well, that's the things where they say like, okay, just just pretend you're in a fight, and people just start saying stuff, and it's like, wait, wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah the awkward nonsensical ad libs. Gotta love them. Yeah, as they would say on Mystery Science Theater, not a real actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he proved it. He yes. proved it. Yeah. Then someone. Um, flips probable skinhead, aka um, bunker, bunker, um, over. Is it Gary? No, it's Swayze. Surprise. Yay! And you can practically hear the angels singing. <laughs> and in my favorite delivery, or the ever, Roadhouse band playing. Yes, in the my favorite delivery ever, you hear, "Back off, he's with me." And then... Well, he starts off like he he he's a little bit like louder and more aggressive. Like back off, he's with me, and then he gets low, like the truly threatening. Like I think he's channeling his inner Bill Murray because he's like back off, man. I'm a surfer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think my thought was he was just. It's like when a really calm person with good energy like subdues animals you yeah. know like it's kind of almost like he's like subduing the wild beast and i just i don't know yeah i i, I was wondering when I, when I see him say the he start, starts with saying um back off he's with me and then he goes back off war child seriously mm-hmm. and it's oh god damn it shut up echo <laughs> sorry we have <laughs> Got to turn that wrong off. war child wrong war child yeah I don't, we named our I'm echo sorry. war child i'm sorry i don't know war child um but yeah i wonder how many times it would have taken to say that without breaking because it's when it's just the reveal that his name is war child is always makes me laugh yeah <laughs> and he says it so seriously and with such straight face straight yeah face. it's like yeah. i'm gonna call you this war child yeah, back off but he but he is totally Bodhi's totally like the respect your space and whatever and like mm-hmm. you want to go by this and you know i'm not gonna yuck your yum just because i <laughs> might think it's stupid um so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna acquiesce i'm gonna call you war child even <laughs> though it's a stupid name said yeah. Bodhi. Well, if you call me Bodhi, i'll call you war child you know, this guy's keanu yeah <laughs> and utah Keanu, Utah. Yes. So, um... That's really funny because Keanu's name is way more uh, appropriate for a surf world than than Johnny, Utah. But he just couldn't go by his real name because no one would buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people hardly buy that his name is Johnny, Utah, as is. Like, as, like, some previous guests have been astounded by who've (laughs) never seen the movie before. They just cannot believe his name is Johnny, Utah. Yeah, so. and the film was apparently at one point going to be called Johnny Utah after the yeah. character, which yeah. is not a good idea. No, that that would have been a bad idea. 
but yeah, if, if he, I wonder if he had gone a different direction with his undercover persona, he could have used the name Keanu as his surfer name. Yeah. But as it is, he's playing it as like, oh, I'm, I'm a lawyer, but I'm just trying to get in touch with my soul here. Yeah. He's like, I'm not really a lawyer. I'm really an actor who's playing a surfer, playing a lawyer. My real name's Keanu. That's like so <laughs> like meta, like three or four levels down. It, yeah. yeah. It's very Inception. Yes. Love it's like the levels. Dark Tower level of self-referential. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, War Child tells Swayze to kiss his ass. And then Swayze delivers that uber flat, uber flat. Back off, Warchild. Seriously, he's with me. And then Warchild throws Johnny down. And Bodhi thanks him. And they tell Bodhi to stay out of it while Johnny is gasping for air. Then Johnny says to Probable Skinhead with a goatee, a.k.a. Bunker, What's your name, Bunker? Well, Bunker, I'm actually... And the minute ends. So He's actually what? What is he? He's actually... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we, we we'll only find out in the next minute. Yeah, I was gonna. This this came up with the previous gang, but I think this one it applies as well. These are very Mad Max names. Yes. Yeah. Bunker Warchild. I mean, Warchild wasn't. What was what were the names of those guys in Mad Max Fury Road? Well, um, it was something like Warchild. I don't like the maybe white it's boys. an homage to Keanu Reeves. It could be or to Vincent Quinn. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up talk amongst yourselves yeah i mean it's like in line with yeah imperator furiosa and um but all everybody's name in this movie who's not a major character is like passion for slash boy they're war boys so it's very close yeah yeah well no the war boy is a war child that's growing up a little bit yeah yeah it's the next level so yeah oh yeah although nicholas holt and Mad max fury road is probably younger than this guy or looks younger but oh yeah probably and then after that is man of war yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. they turn into yeah. jellyfish. Stinging jellyfish, yeah. Now, now we're in Pokemon territory. They which is evolve. really ironic given they live in a desert post-apocalyptic society that they turn into jellyfish. Well, they go from jellyfish to beach yeah. with Warchild. And so it's like it's like a gradual transition. So the first level of Pokemon is War Boy. No, War Child. War Child. And then War Boy? No, War Boy. War Boy. War Boy. And, and then War Turtle. Yeah. yeah. Your, uh... War Squirtle. <laughs> Or is it Blastios is the final? Uh... Yeah, yeah. But War Turtle. That, that sounds like a, a illness. That's like, oh, sorry, you you have a Blastios. You have like six months to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to remove that Blastios. Bla- yeah, Blastor. we need to go in there and get it out now, or you're not gonna survive. Yeah. I should convince one of my kids at work that uh, uh, War Child and War Boy are in the names of Pokemon. Um, like, I don't have those. Are they super legendary? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're the. They're you know, water types. You just you just don't know. So yeah. yeah. They have very interesting haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and are antisocial by nature. Yeah, yeah. Give them all the stats. So yeah, I had some some other notes about this uh this fight. I there's more at the beginning of the the minute, there's more of that crazy laughter. Mm. You got <laughs> And then, as I said uh, in the previous uh, episode, there are water droplets everywhere. As they start fighting, just hair is flying and water is just going everywhere. Well, yeah, because you can't fight on a beach in California and not glisten. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta glisten. You gotta get those, uh, yeah. There was somebody right off screen 
ready with a Mr. Bottle full of oil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and you know, on movies, it's never just straight water. It's always like a blend of water and glycerin in order to get that proper sweat drop. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then they have a wide array of, of percentages to based on like what they're going to turn to like that, that even sheen, like, like, you know, like a, like a humid day or like super sweaty, mm-hmm. like drops falling off of you. So it just depends like your proportion. So there's somebody probably with like, you know, an apothecary case full of like 37 different varieties of sweat just depending oh, yeah. on the scene yeah. they need. They have a fanny pack at the ready that yeah. like has little holsters in it, go, you know, going from one to 10. Yeah. And they're doing the take levels. after take in that hot sun. Yeah. So they're going to need to be yeah. misted regularly. Yeah. yeah. I need to glisten 13 now. <laughs> Stat. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We're not picking up any reflection off their skin in the camera here. We need to, we need those reflective surfaces. Moist and dewy. so anything else we'd like to say before going on the recommendations i'm good i'm good awesome well why don't you start us off george uh i have another book series for you excellent um also well there's supposedly another one coming out of this one but it's been pushed back for like two years for various reasons but have you heard of the Dresden Files? Yeah, mm. yeah, I yeah. I haven't read. Big it. fan. Sort of like, sort of like Harry Potter grew up, and instead of becoming an horror, he became a hard-boiled crime noir detective set awesome. in Chicago. So it's all about magic, and it's got a much more realistic use and portrayal of magic. It's not like, oh, I'm in a wave of wand. It's like you know, there's energy exchanges, and there's physics, and there's science involved, and it's all really cool. And there's like you know fairies and werewolves and vampires and there's like different mob factions it's got like everything you could ever want in a series if you like fantasy type stuff it's it's there and it's set in like relatively modern day chicago so um that's really fun i, I highly recommend it it's uh, really well done also the audiobooks I, I i listen to a lot of books as well as reading books um they're all narrated oh most of them are narrated by james marsters who used to be a uh, spike oh, on yeah. buffy yep yeah yeah, I, I don't remember a previous guest, Andrew Marcus, telling me about this series at one point. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard it. I highly recommend it. Nice. They have 15 books, and, like, the next one will make 16. Wow. And I think after that, he's doing, like, like the last three or four books of this arc. He's going to, like, stop it at 20, and the last is going to be, like, some massive, apocalyptic, huge, multi-book story arc that's supposed to span, like, you know, I don't know. So it's gonna definitely going to go out with a bang. But it's been going on for many years and it, i think it's very i mean i've reread all the books multiple times i think it's well worth the effort oh awesome sounds nice. great very cool dresden dresden files yep i'll go next um this is kind of i'm gonna do a, a double just because one is kind of a gimme um i saw ladybird and i really liked it i saw it i saw it a while ago now but um it was uh it didn't break any new ground story-wise it was kind of like you know, another coming of age story um but uh it was just really super well done and uh Saoirse Ronan and uh, what's the mom's name I forget but uh they both do great and the the mother-daughter relationship is just super well told and acted and even though I'm not a girl I still kind of it rung true for me in like a sort of a mother you know mother-child relationship uh-huh. And I remember just leaving the theater and feeling very emotionally open. And, uh, and that's what, you know, a great movie can do for you sometimes. So I, I really loved it. Um, but that movie has like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes and almost everyone loves it. So I feel like it's kind of a pointless recommendation. So I'm also going to recommend uh, 
How to Steal a Million. Um, I watched this movie a couple days ago. It's uh, Audrey Hepburn and Peter O'Toole from uh, 1966. And it's a classic, like, love story. He, you know, she, she's uh, the daughter of an art... Uh, he does uh, forgeries, an art forger, and uh, played by Eli Wallach. And Peter O'Toole is a charming thief, and they fall in love. And it's just very, very charming and silly. And uh, there's also one, uh, there's a guy uh, who plays one of the uh, guard at the museum. And he says he has no lines, but he has the funniest performance. And he just does this great, like, sort of mime work. So it was funny. It was charming. It wasn't anything, you know, groundbreaking. But uh, I really enjoyed it. It's on Netflix now. How to Steal a Million. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So my recommendation is going to be the Korean monster film, The Host. Mm -hmm. Um, The Host also stars one of my favorite Korean actors, um, Song Kong-ho, probably butchering how to pronounce his name. Um, But it is about um, a creature that emerges from the polluted waters of a Korean river and um, terrorizes the local residents. Um, The creature abducts a um kind of like a a snack shack uh vendor's daughter and he and his family decide that they are the only ones who will be able to save her and i'd say it's like one part amelie in terms of like the whimsicalness Hmm. of it and then one part you know just monster film um it's really awesome i've seen it way too many times um and it's it's really sweet and funny and um it it also has its uh you know it's it's sad moments too but um yeah so i'd recommend you know really recommend the host Mm -hmm. yeah i I like that one too yeah all right all right well thank you for tuning in again to another point break minute and thanks for joining us, George. And um, you are also on a podcast as well. You are on the Mogwai Mogwai Minute. Is that correct? Oh, you are very much correct. Yes. Awesome. So make sure you check that out. You've completed uh, Gremlins at this point, though, right? Yeah, Gremlins is done. Done. We're we're going to start up on the new batch at some point. Ooh, We've awesome. been doing some um, hiatus stuff in the middle, you know, review specials and things like that. Um, just fun things we just wanted to do, but didn't want to divide, devote a full minute by minute treatment to. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and so um, yeah. But you are going to do uh, the new batch minute by minute. Yeah, that'll be in the new year. Um, that'll be probably a fun March one. or <laughs> April or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whenever we're sort of hashing out the schedule as we as we speak mm-hmm. all right well yeah we'll stay tuned for that uh yeah thank you for tuning in to another point break minute and grooving with us on the the surf um tell your friends about point break minute rate review subscribe on itunes check out our point break minute listener surf shop on facebook and you can tell us uh what song that was minutes ago uh you can tell us what that charlie sheen movie is yeah what the charlie sheen movie yeah. is anything that we've missed or screwed up just let us know about it we love hearing about it all right we'll see you next time on another point break minute <laughs>